classes in session for the black and nerdy. Welcome to the Blurred Alliance University. Let's go. Blurred Alliance University, you know what it is? J-Rock? Make flash, man. Yeah, season three, episode two. We lit in this thing. But before we get into anything, just had to say RIP to a couple people. Robbie Coltrane, Hagrid, you'll be missed, my guy. And also RIP to Kazuki Takahashi, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh!, he was really trying to save people that were drowning and, and ended up losing his own life. So we we know the impact that these two people have had on the anime community, the fantasy community, young adult novels, everything. I mean, just entertainment in general and fandom. So they'll be missed. Their work will live on. Um, but yeah, just wanted to say RIP to both of them. Yeah, real talk. This goes out to you, my number one. <laughs> what are you... <laughs> Bruh, what are you? <laughs> Anyways, y'all are already listening, so you already know what it is. It's Blurred Alliance University. We're on Twitter. Follow us at Blurred Alliance. You know, got to plug it every now and again. But we don't get straight into it. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening in nerd culture, fandom culture all over the place. So we're going to get straight into it. So what had happened was the new Safdie Brothers films, if you don't know, Safdie Brothers did Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. They're doing another film with Adam Sandler. It's confirmed that it's moving forward at Netflix and is going to be in the world of high-end card collecting. So they didn't specify if it's sports cards, if it's <laughs> fucking Pokemon, whatever, nigga. But all the movies they do, they're very high-energy, anxiety-inducing um, and honestly, all I hope for this movie is that it actually gets Adam Sandler the respect he deserves. Because, I mean, the Safdie brothers are already respected. So I, I'm not worried about that. But they, they've been sleeping on Adam Sandler, bro. Because this, um, the, mo- the basketball movie he did earlier this year was fucking solid. And nobody's talking about that shit. Hustle. Um, so hopefully, you know, we he gets that that recognition hopefully this movie's good but what you think about it no truly i I fuck with that i mean don't get me wrong okay james was a lot but like you said it's just enhanced because that's how they direct Mm -hmm. so yeah no i agree it's time for adam sandler to get flowers because you know that's my nigga like true truly true (laughs) (laughs) i really rock with brad (laughs) i mean i feel like people just judge him off his like run of just trash movies because he did have a, he did have a run then where it was just garbage but he had movies before that were cool too i mean i'm not gonna say i'm a huge adam sandler fan because i'm not yeah. but there are movies of his that i do enjoy and people act like he just doesn't have any that are worth watching and that's not true it's not at so all. and yeah, yeah so i mean don't get me wrong it was a lot but i still liked the movie i like the concept of it I love the addiction, you know, gambling and all that that people mm-hmm. don't talk about. And he was really like fucking nuts about it. <laughs> Nigga. Addicted. He was addicted to losing for Bruh, most of that movie. Like, literally. He was- <laughs> like he did not care. He's like, I'ma lose everything, but that's fine, because I'ma win. He ain't, give a, he ain't give a fuck. <laughs> he ain't give a fuck. And that last one, especially if you knew, like, cause I mean, me pay- paying attention to hoop and right. shit. Like, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Like, I at least knew he was going to win that bet. Right. And I was like, okay. You feel me? He going to come out in the end? Nah. Mm-hmm. Nigga got clapped. <laughs> clapped and robbed. 
Like, damn. They're like, no happy endings over here, my nigga. You, <laughs> y'all just gonna have to sit with this and leave the theater. That shit was grimy. <laughs> that shit was cold, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh shit, we got the dub. Let's go. Bam. <laughs> Dead. Put on a t-shirt. Expeditiously. But hopefully, again, this movie's cool. Hopefully, if he does well in it, he gets the respect, or at least some respect that he deserves. You feel me? So we'll see what happens for that. Let's get into some trailers that dropped this week. Creed 3 trailer dropped. What you think about it, fam? (laughs) You can go first. (laughs) (laughs) You never be wanting to go first, but honestly, all right, let's get into it. Yeah, this shit don't look (laughs) good. I'm not going to lie to y'all, this shit, like, it's going to be Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut, so he's directing it. Um, The first Creed, we all know, solid as fuck, hella solid. I mean, of course, it is essentially Black Rocky, like the exact same storyline and everything, but the way it was shot, the heart that was put into it, I mean, I feel like you just couldn't help but to love the first Creed, right? Especially the fight scenes, the one shots, the camera turning and panning around the, the boxers in the ring, almost like it was a dance. It was, it was beautiful. Second Creed, that shit was ass. Like I did not like the second Creed at all. Um, it, it just felt kind of stagnant. Um, we were just retreading old territory with the Dragos, and and their characters were written paper thin. The fight scenes weren't as well shot. They were very static, and they had hella cuts. Really wasn't feeling the second Creed. Third Creed, we move on to, again, Michael B. Jordan's directing it. Um, the trailer, I don't know. It It just looked hella cheap to me. Like, one, it looked hella cheap. Two... Again, we're just retreading old territory with someone from his past coming up. We was we was brothers in, in jail. We we was gonna be we was gonna supposed to rock forever. You feel me? Jonathan Majors is the antagonist, um, and I don't know that story isn't appealing and it isn't it isn't riveting. It is like it 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 sparks no excitement in me at all. It's just like okay, so they were brothers in prison. He got famous. The other nigga felt like he got left behind. Now they're going to box for whatever reason. Like, <laughs> for what? Honestly, with that type of storyline, y'all could just run the ones in the street. You feel me? Or like, just invite the niggas to the house and just be like, hey, nigga, you, you got a problem? We could fight right now. Why are we dragging this out into a two hour long movie? And honestly, we all know Jonathan Majors is just a better actor than Michael B. Jordan. And he's just going to make this nigga look even worse. Like, it's, I'm, yeah, this movie is it's not looking like it's it for me, but what what you, you can go ahead now, fam. No, it's true. Like it doesn't. It it really looks like a poor quality film. It looks like a straight straight to DVD. We don't do that no more, but that's what it would have been. No yeah. wrong. Like obviously I love Jonathan Majors. Like he's a great actor. We've known Michael B. Jordan pretty much our entire lives. But yeah, it's just it's like we already had Rocky. Like, why do we need more? Like, you're not even trying to switch it up at this point. You're literally just recreating Rocky in a black form, pretty much, because that's all it is. And, like, I was, yeah. like, it's cool to see them, like, go box or whatever, but I don't know. The story just doesn't make sense. We was like brothers, but you didn't even recognize them. And then it's like, he was like, how does it, how you think I feel watching someone live by dreams? It's like, well, it's not his fault that his dad was Apollo. 
like he didn't even know he was really he was about to rot yeah. in jail just fine until she came and picked him up so like your anger towards him doesn't even make sense because he, he didn't choose to get famous he was just good at boxing like what do you want from him so to me it just yeah it's just I don't know, written poorly already, because there's already, like, spots where it's like, well, if you were this close, wouldn't you want to keep in contact with this person? Or you just completely said, fuck it. Like, (laughs) I don't know this nigga, but we was like brothers. Like, me and you was like brothers, okay? (laughs) That's what this is. What y'all were, were not. You were just protecting each other. (laughs) So, (laughs) so yeah, but I don't know. I mean, number two was pretty bad, but... I think that's because, you know, Coogler is just, you know, that nigga, you know what I mean? So it's hard to recreate that first one. Yeah. But yeah. even then, I didn't I didn't need three of these. Like, first one was cool. Second mm-hmm. one, I don't even remember. And this one, I'm probably just going to laugh the whole time. So. <sighs> we'll yeah, yeah. It, good points, my nigga, because one, we, this didn't need to be a trilogy. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really could have just been a love letter to, to boxing movies right. originally. You know what I'm saying? Or at least a love letter to Rocky movies and stuff like that. Because the first one did almost feel like a tribute. Because like we said, it's, it's just the first Rocky all the way down to him losing the big fight. Literally. Like, it, it was like the same shit. So it, it could have just been left as that. And then also, like you said, just with the whole, we were brothers in there. And Michael, I, if I'm not mistaken, Michael B. Jordan's the one that said that in the trailer. Where he's like, we were like yeah. brothers or whatever. <laughs> and it's like... Like you said, me and you, nigga, like, if we went down for whatever reason, bruh, and I happen to get out first, there's no there's no reason why I'm not calling. You feel me? There's no reason why I'm not at least going to visit. Because, bruh, Michael B. never left L.A. <laughs> like he left L.A. to go to Philly to train and shit, and then- got married and everything. You could travel no problem. He was rich by the second movie. Like, he was that nigga. You feel me? And, like, there's no way... If me and you, like I said, if me and you went down, bro, and I happen to get out first, I make it. I get hella big. I get so rich and everything. And I don't even write you one letter. I don't recognize you <laughs> when I walk out the gym and you leaning on my car. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> you don't remember me, huh? What? That's you? We was brothers. Nah, don't nah. hit me with that brothership. <laughs> now I'm starting to see why you angry, nigga. I'm trying to play you. <laughs> Don't hit me with that brother shit, so boy, nigga. Like I said, we could run the ones out here. Like, is there's no say, point to drag this like out, brothers? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was in jail. What you mean? What happened? You didn't talk to me, <laughs> bro. For real, like, yeah, nah, nah. I don't know. I mean, of course, we gonna watch it. We gonna support right. black people. You know what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna get them ticket sales up, but. We're not going to lie to y'all if it's trash. Like, you feel like, if it's good, we'll stand mistaken. You feel me? If it's good, we'll be like, look, that shit was fire. I'm not going to lie. But right now, based on that trailer, my hopes ain't high for it. At all. But we'll see what happens. That comes out in March of next year. March 3rd, I believe. March 3rd, 2023. Um, Another trailer we got was the Super Mario trailer. New animated movie coming from Illumination Studios. The same people that did... Despicable Me, Sing, um, the remake of The Grinch, The Lorax, things like that. So I think it's animated beautifully. Like it looks really good. Just just the aesthetic of it. Um, it looks great. Jack Black is voicing Bowser, and his voice is perfect. 
so perfect. Like, I mean, Jack Black's a goat. Like, he's another person I feel like won't get his flowers till he's gone, unfortunately. I mean, a lot of people love Jack Black, but I don't... He don't get enough love from me. Mm-hmm. He don't. He don't get enough. That's love because he disappeared me. there for a minute. So I think niggas yeah. just forgot about him. Because once yeah. the Kung Fu Panda shit started to happen, he kind of just was drifting slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah. But his his comeback just in like the the late twenty tens, yep. early twenty twenty with the Jumanji movies, with um the Super Mario movie, the Kung Fu Panda series that's on Netflix. He actually came back to voice Poe. Yeah. So all that's looking great. Um, the thing about the Super Mario movie for me is just Chris Pratt, just because uh, they they were just touting his voice like this is a voice you've never heard before coming out of Mario and everything, and then it's just his voice. Like he barely changed that shit in the trailer. And I was like, <laughs> so y'all was hyping it this whole time for him just to sound like a regular Chris Pratt. Like, come on, man. Like, do at least do a little bit better. And I feel like that's the biggest backlash that it's gotten since. Um, Because the big thing with voice acting now is just celebrity casting and not getting actual voice actors. Or even if you're taking a character whose voice actor is still alive and just celebrity casting and, and just putting someone else in that role. Um, and they're not as good. I feel like that's the biggest issue here. Because a lot of people are like, why didn't you just cast? I, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. But the dude that's been voicing Mario, like, I don't understand why we have Chris Pratt just doing Chris Pratt. Um, but we'll see what happens. Other than that, like I said, it looks great. Jack Black as Bowser is solid. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. He had a couple lines in the trailer. So I- I'm excited for it. What you think? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it yesterday when i was watching black adam <laughs> <laughs> what'd you think about it no nah, like you said it does look cool and it is the voice issue for me um but no yeah i you know we didn't really yeah we didn't really get a lot of nintendo-ish game like movies huh Mm-mm. yeah so actually yeah i am a bit intrigued just because you know we really don't get shit like this often so yeah, you remember the live action Mario and Luigi? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> oh, that was back man. in the day days. So yeah, no, it looks good. Like it truly does look good. So I probably will watch that just out of nostalgic purposes. To be honest. Yeah, like I'm not mad at video game adaptations. Really, I mean, most of them have been trash. Do not get me wrong, right. but. Some of them you can really have fun with. Yeah. Case in point, Sonic. Sonic. The Sonic movies are so enjoyable, bro. Like, I love the Sonic movies. Yeah. And the, the thing they did, I feel like that made them work, was they listened to the fans. Yep. After that first trailer where the shit looked ass, they was like, all right, we got to go back to the drawing board. This shit ain't it. Like, we finna get flamed. They really they went back to the ugly nigga in Chippendale. <laughs> hey. And, and they're letting niggas do shit like that. Like, they know they fucked up. And they're letting people have fun with it and everything. And they don't take themselves that seriously. They're just like, the fans, they don't want this ugly looking nigga. Let's go back to the drawing board, redesign the character. I don't know if they did any rewrites or whatever, but the first Sonic was good. The second Sonic was good. The world building is good in the Sonic movie. So that's an example of a video game adaptation done right. And I just hope Mario can do that because I feel like they're just going to create a whole like Mario universe with illumination they're already putting in a 
portion of the park in Universal Studios is Super Mario Land now. So they 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 got to come correct with this shit. Yeah. There's any time as any. This is literally the perfect timing for this shit. Because Sonic really did open the door and niggas really rock with Sonic. So yeah. no, this this is smart. This is smart for them if they really want to build a whole world. And honestly, I'd probably watch all of it too. <laughs> yeah. Same. So if it's if it's hidden, I'm definitely yeah. gonna be seated for it. So we'll see what happens. Super Mario movie coming soon. Um, and other movie news, Britton Fraser. I mean, he's on a little comeback tour, man. I'm glad to see he's back. I'm glad to see he's happy. Boy from George of the Jungle, you know what I'm saying? Do right, the mummy trilogy. I mean, we we literally grew up with Brendan Fraser being that guy. 100%. So just seeing him kind of disappear from Hollywood, that was kind of a sad sight, but he's coming back. He has that new movie, Well, um, that all the critics seem to be loving right now. Hopefully it's as good as they say it is. Um, and he's been getting a couple interviews. And in an interview, he said that he wouldn't be opposed to to reviving The Mummy, to coming back and, and reprising his role. And he said the main reason why the Tom Cruise Mummy that came out, if any of you remember it, um, the main reason that didn't do well and failed is because it was lacking what the original mummy or what his mummy trilogy had. And that was just fun. Like they knew to have fun with it. Of course, it was when I was little, I was scared of the first mummy. Like it was scary to me. Nigga, and, that shit was scary. <laughs> bro, that shit was scary. Like Emotep was that bro. nigga, bro. Like when, <laughs> when they were stuck in the tomb, and especially when the little bugs started coming out, shit, or he would open his mouth and the bugs would come out and get under people's skin. Like, bro, he was a scary villain. Like it, it was serious. Like those moments had seriousness. But then when you have the the rest of the cast, like Brendan Fraser and his crew, like they were cracking jokes, they were having fun with it. Um, the action was hidden. Like I. I wouldn't be mad if they came back with a, a new mummy and maybe not have him be the focal point because, I mean, he is old now. But just to have him reprise his character of Chris O'Donnell, I wouldn't be mad at that, bro. What you think? Hell yeah, nigga. The <laughs> fuck? I love the mummies, bro. <laughs> like, truly. <laughs> like, I rewatch those because I love those movies. And, yeah. you know, it's Brandon. Like, come on, bro. My brad, my brad didn't deserve the fall off or the backlash or disappearing. He should have been around mm-hmm. for a while because he actually is a decent actor. He's hella funny. He cares about his work. He's always putting in the effort. So, yeah, I'm down for the mummy because Tom Cruise ones was ass. So, yeah, I need my <laughs> nigga to come on. Come on home, baby. We waiting for you. <laughs> we waiting. I've been waiting. Cause he's been on a real comeback too, so like, yeah, this is as good a time as any to give it one last ride. Cause I ain't seen Rachel in a minute either. Damn, huh? I don't, huh. Not off the top of my head, I yeah, can think of. I can't think either. I think she has been in a couple things over the over the past couple years, but n- nothing that sticks out in my mind at at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, this would be good. I feel like they could come back and really get shit going. And it's a win-win because I mean, like like we're talking about, Brendan Fraser's on the redemption tour. Not redemption because there's nothing to be redeemed from, but he's on his little comeback tour. You know what I'm saying? Like he's coming back. Everybody's loving it. We all remember him from the '90s and everything. So all the nostalgic feels are there. That means people are going to come out to watch the movie. So Universal, who probably still has the rights to to the Mummy, will be making even more money. 
And the whole thing they were trying to do with Tom Cruise's mummy was to start a whole monster yep. cinematic universe. And they can just scrap that mummy. Like, don't even speak about that shit and have this be the reboot for it. And hey, you get <laughs> you get your monster cinematic universe, you get your box office sales, Brendan Fraser gets to come back. People love nostalgia. They'll be seated for it. If it's good, everybody's winning, nigga. Like True. that. I feel like that's just a, a smart play at this sure. point, especially with remakes, reboots, sequels. It, that's what studios are doing now. Like, we're not going to get away from it. We just got to accept it. Embrace so it. with that being said, Universal, the ball's in your court, nigga. <laughs> like, just, just in, do that um, shit. Black Widow. There you go. There you go. I knew I was like, there's something she's been in the past yeah. couple years. I like think, I, but like we just I couldn't, saw her. <laughs> but I just yeah, couldn't I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't put my finger on it. But yeah, hopefully they do this. I'm I'm excited for for that prospect, and and hopefully we can we can see it happen. But another franchise, Transformers, we're getting another movie. I know most of y'all already know about it. Anthony Ramos is set to lead. It's going to be Beast War. So if you remember the Transformers cartoon that had Optimus Prime as like a gorilla, they had uh, a... Ch- <laughs> Come on, bro. Try- <laughs> bro, Beast Wars was solid. I fucked with it, though. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, when I say it out loud, it's like... <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. They had us eating up anything. <laughs> Like, bruh, this shit is <laughs> <laughs> shit too much, man. <laughs> oh, shit. They did. But, yeah, if you remember that cartoon, they're making it a live-action movie. And they've just cast two more people in the roles of Undisclosed Transformers. Michelle Yeoh, she was just in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Legendary actress. She's going to be voicing a Transformer. And then we got Pete Davidson. Um, So, yeah, he'll be a Transformer in the movie, too. <laughs> Like, I don't know how he's getting cast in all these movies. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I ain't even, I hate saying this, but I ain't gonna knock David. Because, like, when he's in a movie, he actually does have some funny moments. Like, I'm not gonna act like he's, like, hilarious. But, like, just the way he presents himself, I just, I don't know. I just laugh. Like, What's the last thing you've seen him in? Um, I just watched that movie on Hulu, Adolescence or some shit like that. That shit came out a couple years ago, huh? Yeah, but he was actually like really funny. <laughs> I was really mad that I was laughing at it. Fuck. <laughs> because I remember you watched King of Staten Island yeah. and I asked you about it and you was like, eh. Yeah, like, like the first it half cool. of it was ass and then the second half it was good. That's how it went. And then I had the lessons movie was actually just funny. It was stupid, but it was funny. And then, yeah, because I just watched Bodies, Bodies, yeah, Bodies, but he was like he was the first nigga to die in it. Yeah. So it was. It's not like he was carrying this shit. You feel right. me? And the way he died was so stupid. Like it was hella dumb. He was just being stupid, and it's like, I guess these are just his roles now. He just died. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like I bet I I put everything I got on his transformer kit clapped. <laughs> <laughs> Beast Wars and him saying some stupid ass one one liner. <laughs> Guess I should have transformed before he snapped my arm off. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he did die in Suicide Squad. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he that did too. Die in that shit. <laughs> 
That's what I'm saying. Like, they cast them and they're like, hey, man. I feel like niggas just hit them up. It's like, hey, if you ain't doing nothing right. for today, like, we'll get your scene knocked out today. Truly. Give you a cool 500K, a mil, whatever. Come through, do your scene, die, get off <laughs> <Die>. the set. <laughs> Not even gonna read the script. And especially you voice die. acting. <laughs> right, especially voice acting. It's like, just come to the studio and lay some tracks down. You you can go ahead and leave. We just need your name recognition on this movie. So <laughs> that shit's crazy. Oh man. So those two people, like I said, Michelle Yeoh, Pete Davidson, they are going to be voicing Transformers in that Beast Wars movie that's about to drop soon. Um, and other news starting to get into superhero, anti-hero, villain territory. Jamie Foxx is attached to star as Spawn in a new movie. We haven't had a Spawn movie since Michael J. White's in the 90s. Spawn is a really cool character, has a really cool backstory. They got to keep this shit rated R for real. If they don't, it's, it's, I feel like it's just a missed opportunity just with everything that Spawn deals with. Um, but I think it'll be cool to see Spawn done with today's technology if they take their time with the visual effects and everything. Because, I mean, if you watch the 90s one now, you're just like, oh, shit. This is bad. <laughs> like this is isn't that great. This is this is terrible. That shit was but awful. but with Jamie Foxx, I mean, you know, he'll he'll definitely get in shape for the role. He'll definitely put his all into it. Um, and like I said, with today's visual effects, um, hopefully they get some good choreography and and someone who loves and is familiar with the lore. I'm I'm excited for it with Jamie Foxx's spawn. What you think? No, yeah, no, it'd be good. I mean, it's Jamie Foxx man's literally like he's literally one of the top actors so yeah no if he does it he's gonna put us all into it so that's one thing we don't ever have to worry about it's just more so around marvel and what they do and who they get involved and how good the effects will look now because clearly they don't care anymore so yeah we'll see i mean spawn isn't marvel so we we ain't got to worry about the disney part with them trying to keep it tamer WB. or like more family Wait, which friendly. One is Spawn? Spawn is technically Dark Horse Comics, it I is. believe. Um, which is an imprint I think still under DC. Yeah. It is so DC. we'll see what happens with that. Oh, but fuck. again, we're fucked. Man. <laughs> what you mean we're fucked? <clears throat> what do you what do you mean? DC, bro. <laughs> okay so it's not dark i don't think it's dark horse i think spawn is under image comics actually um and it's published i think dc is their publisher when they come out with stuff like that so uh i honestly don't know who's gonna have real creative control over this shit you feel me like we'll see what you looking at me like that for i ain't saying nothing <laughs> nah, what? Nah, go ahead, air out. Dude, I'm, what you gotta... <laughs> I'm fine because clearly I didn't even know who, which, which side he was on, anyway, so I can't really have any validation here. Yeah, it's Image Comics, but I just looked up who's the developer who's going to be producing the actual film. It's actually Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse is known for their horror movies and stuff like that. They're known for their hard R's and shit. So, yeah, we're. I think we're in the clear. You feel at least as far as doubting the movie because of its producer. You know what I'm saying? So I think 
that that'll be cool because i mean they're looking for their script right now they've been trying to get it off the ground since 2017 it's been in development for at least five years at this point um yeah so i think i I think it'll be okay there because they're known for their horror of course spawn all the demon shit all all that stuff everything he deals with i mean it's very adult so we don't have to worry about an r rating they won't really care about it and i don't think they're the type to to get it off the ground and move forward without todd mcfarlane he um he's the one that wrote spawn i don't think they'll they'll try to get it off the ground or do anything that he's against so i i think we're i think we're okay as far as actor because i mean jamie fox like we said right. will be solid um the producer, Bloomhouse. Okay, we're solid there. They're still looking for writers, and I believe they're still looking for a director. Um, so I, I think it's cool. Get another, get another black comic book character in here as right. well. I don't know why I thought that shit was in Marvel. That's weird. Yeah, nah, it's not Marvel for sure. I, don't know why I, I mean, thought it was. Like I truly least... like believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know. In my head, I just assumed, yeah. To be honest, I just think it's because everything is starting to blend together a little bit, especially with, like, bringing in more characters that that people, especially people that aren't familiar with comics and, and aren't that deep into it, they're starting to, like, get confused or only can associate characters with, like, another character from, from somewhere else. Um... And I mean, Spawn has had crossovers at least with DC. Um, I don't think he's had any with Marvel. I know he had crossovers with Batman and things like that. So lines can get crossed. That's why I originally thought it was Dark Horse or right. or, or like was part of DC's, but it's still Image Comics. Um, like I said, Todd McFarlane created it, created the character. They got him involved with this movie. They got Bloomhouse producing it. Jamie Foxx attached to star in it. So I think we'll I think we'll be okay. I think I think we're in the clear with that. But as far as DC, let's start let's start getting to some of the news they dropped this week. Walter Hamada, he was the president of DC Films. He actually resigned this past week after the release or this past weekend after the release of Black Adam. Um he was frustrated with DC. They didn't let him know that Batgirl was actually being sh- canceled i can't even say shelled they actually just canceled that whole shit until like a black adam test screening like a screen premiere for for all the executives and and actors and stuff like that and that infuriated him he was like look y'all keeping me in the dark about this shit it's not cool he wanted to resign then but he promised to stay after the release of black adam so right now dc films really doesn't have an acting president at this point and I don't think that bodes well for <laughs> for DC's future. Like, I, you know, I'm a president. Eh? Like, but, but what you think, bro? Air out, you nigga. You know what I think, bro. <laughs> niggas are falling, bro. The niggas are falling. It's literally crumbling. And you know what? And that's why I said, as soon as you get out things out to me, they're going to change. And Discovery came in and said, look, this shit's not working. Like, nothing is working. And me and you have stated over and over again, what they're doing is not working. So, unfortunately, <laughs> someone has to go. 
So, we scraping shit. And after watching what I just watched, I'm kind of on Discovery's side. Because, I don't know, this shit just, it don't make sense. And it's just, it always blows my mind to think how high WB used to be. Like, they used to be the top. Mm -hmm. Like, niggas Mm -hmm. loved working. Like, WB was it. And now they're just kind of like, like, what happened? <laughs> like, where did y'all go? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so, happened, again, there's really, I don't think there's an, a president of DC Films at WB at this point. He is still listed as executive producer on the next, like, five films, though. So he'll still get his executive producer credit for Shazam, Fury of the Gods, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. But after that, we'll see who takes over the reins for DC. Um, But also announced by DC, there's a new Superman movie in the works with Henry Cavill. They essentially are saying it's going to be Man of Steel 2 after Man of Steel came out like fucking 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) These things are trash. These things are trash, bro. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. This shit is sick. Oh my god! Okay, not twenty years. You feel me? I'm being, I'm being funny. (laughs) Only. (laughs) Nah, nah, nigga. That shit came out a long ago. It did come out nine years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, 2013 was the Man of Steel movie. And I wasn't even mad at it when it came out then. I mean, it wasn't anything groundbreaking to me. It wasn't like, oh, shit, like, this is one of my favorite comic book movies. It wasn't nothing like that. But it was just it was just a cool little superhero movie at the time. I thought it would get a sequel. I mean, come on, we're talking about Superman. They just cast Henry Cavill in it. He was He was good in the role. I mean, he really did his thing. And then here we are in 2022. <laughs> we still don't have the second one. And now all of a sudden they're like, yeah. It's time, nigga. <laughs> like, dust off that cape, big dog. <laughs> like, what do you think, nigga? I'm done. <laughs> because it's true, though. And this is why I said, bro, because we always said this about these things. Is they've never had an A-list like A-list. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's been Henry. And pretty much that's it. There's really no one else to market in the sense. Mm-hmm. So they finally get Dwayne. You know, that's money in itself, just based on name. So then you like, okay, well, we have to wait. At least we're going in a good direction here. Like, we got the most famous person on the planet, literally. So now we bring back Henry. So those are two good moves. It's just, unfortunately, I saw Black Adam. <laughs> we gonna get into the review. Relax, relax. And, and then it's like, it's, it's, it's good moves, but also it's just too late. Like, we should have been had Man of Steel, too, like, a long time ago. Like, Agreed. true. Like, truly, I actually did enjoy that movie. And I don't enjoy DC shit. So that, I was very surprised we never got that, especially on how big Henry got. Like, he was really popular after that fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. people loved that man. Like, they were obsessed. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, somewhere down the line, they just went the wrong route. And I don't know why or what happened or who decided, like, this shit ain't it. We don't need Man of Steel. We'll just make a bunch of other random ass projects that no one likes or remembers. Niggas act like Wonder Woman didn't bomb. <laughs> Wonder Woman 2 didn't fail. 
Like it just 1984 was so bad. It was, was awful. Terrible. It was garbage. And then you got Amber Heard and the gang over there <laughs> playing in the water. It's just, <laughs> it's just not. It's not working. I wasn't ready. <laughs> you got Ezra out here committing crimes. It's just like you got Ezra Miller out here acting like a real Batman villain. <laughs> like what? And we're on like our thirtieth Batman movie with a different person. Like, oh fuck! Like oh, I don't shit. know what to do anymore. And that I was shit like, was okay, hilarious. Henry. We finished all the dumb shit. Come back. <laughs> Let's oh, redo this. Bro, like, it's so late. It's so late, especially when you have a good TV show, like Superman and Lois. Like, I've been telling you about that shit, bro. I actually yep. just finished season two. I was pleasantly surprised by how much I liked that show. I was like, damn, this is good. Like, they got old Derek Teen Wolf ass playing Superman, and he's actually doing a good job, nigga. I was like, okay, Tyler, I see you, bro. You really out here playing a good Clark Kent. <laughs> like, and it's like, you got that shit. Like I said, Man of Steel came out in 2013, bro. And as you said, Henry Cavill's star was really growing. Like, he was real, like, people loved him in this movie. I mean, of course, you got the people that don't like this movie and whatever and really just can't stand it. But I feel like those voices were really drowned out specifically at that time because the movie was getting a lot of love. Like, of course, you have the people like, oh, it's too dark for a Superman movie. Y'all trying to make everything Batman and stuff like that, which to a certain extent, I agree. Yeah, like, I agree. The movie was pretty dark. It was pretty depressing for a Superman movie and True. everything. But at the same time, it, I don't think it's a bad film. Again, it wasn't groundbreaking or anything. It wasn't like, oh, this is definitely shooting up my my list of comic book movies or stuff like that. But it definitely was deserving of a sequel. Like, I don't think there's there's any question about that. And the fact that we're now in 2022 and the sequel is just now starting to be developed. Like, it's not like it's written. It's not like they started shooting it. It's not it's not even far along in its, in its development process. Like, they're essentially, they're just in talks to do it. They could come out like two months from now and be like, the Henry Cavill Man is still too. <laughs> has been dropped like and they stopped producing it like we don't know what's happening with these niggas bro so honestly it, it is a bit too late will i watch it definitely uh, if it comes out i'm definitely gonna watch it but as far as universe building as far as them still trying to to stick with this iteration of the dceu um they're just all over the place dude like yeah, this are. shit is weird yeah. So, again, we'll see what happens. They're just in talks right now. In the meantime, the Flash 2 script has already been written because the Flash was supposed to come out like five years ago. But Ezra Miller was too busy being the Joker in real life. So, so they couldn't do shit. And honestly, I'm not watching the Flash. Like, no, you, I refuse. Oh, God, like, fuck this nigga, bruh. You feel me? Like, this nigga That's did literal crimes, bruh literal crimes was harassing people he was damn near terrorizing people all over hawaii bro like you were legit they they, <laughs> they let him do an interview bro where it's just like yeah i'm sorry straight ass face and was just like that's okay we're still gonna we're still gonna release the flash movie and everything and they're starting to release all these tidbits like the test screenings were so good like everybody loves the movie and shit like that it's like this is 
the epitome of white privilege, bro. The epitome, like, let any nigga, bro, let it not even just niggas, let any person of color, whether they be Mexican, whether they be Asian, whatever, let these niggas do anything he just got away with, bro. That movie would have been cut so fucking fast. At least his part, they would have recast that nigga in everything. But this nigga is just, like I said, the the literal Joker in real life, really moving like a Batman villain. And they didn't give a fuck. They already got the sec- they already got the sequel written for this nigga, bruh. <laughs> like, what in what world does this happen? Like, this should get me hot, bruh. This shit, <laughs> this shit is so stupid. Clearly. <laughs> like, fuck that shit. Like, I barely I have no opinion. Cause it's just like I'm open. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is played out. It definitely is, but whatever. Sequels written, I ain't watching that shit. Anyways, <laughs> Batman, of course, one of the biggest draws to DC ever. Like you said, they got like 50 different <laughs> movies for this nigga with 25 different <laughs> actors. But they're giving his Rose Gallery like spinoff TV shows. We already know Penguin has one from The Batman with Robert Pattinson that just came out. That one's going to star, again, Colin Farrell. He's going to reprise his role as the Penguin. They said it happens about a week after the events of The Batman. So that's already in production. They're tossing around names right now to see who they want to pursue as far as spinoff TV shows. And some of the names that came up were Scarecrow, Clayface, and Professor Pig. Um, They stay away from Professor Pig because some things are just better animated or on a comic book page. (laughs) like yeah he's like a serial killer and like he he takes people's body parts and makes new shit and whatever like he's really insane but a nigga running around in a pig mask i'd rather not do that in live action sounds like a perfect. um so i think they should stay away from that scarecrow i guess it's an interesting concept but they already had scarecrow and batman begins mm. and a little bit in the dark night and i'm it, and even that was yeah they had scarecrow like in all those movies because christopher nolan loves that actor i forget his name it's escaping me um but he's like almost all his movies or the majority of them um so i'm not really tripping off scarecrow clayface though i am a bit interested in i liked clayface even from just growing up and watching the animated series his episodes were always some of my favorite um so i think that would be cool but i feel like dc has just pigeonholed itself into into a couple of heroes and only being able to do content when it correlates with those heroes. You know what I'm saying? Like Superman, they're obviously bringing him back because they know they need him in their universe. Batman, of course, they know that's always going to be the biggest draw for people to DC. And of course, if you can't make a new Batman series or new Batman movies every single year, the next best thing is to take his villains because he does have one of the best role galleries in, in comics. Um, but I, I mean, this shit doesn't really move me, but <laughs> what you think, bro? No, I mean, it's just TV's in, you know, everyone's at home, everyone's streaming, everyone's watching something. So to me, it's smart. I mean, I don't really give a fuck about any of these people. Um, but you know, what, what, who was it? John Cena? Yeah. Peacemaker. Yeah, you know, that, that did really well for a lot of people. Um, that shit's good, bro. Colin Farrell. Shocking as it sounds, he actually does still have fans, so that'll work. Um, 
It's just, you know, <laughs> little pieces, you know, little pieces just to create and keep it going. Because one thing we always said about their animation, which is mostly just TV and movies, they're all really good. So maybe mm-hmm. they could use those writers, that style to make the shows kind of similar-ish because I love DC animation, especially TV show-wise. So I ain't gonna knock it. It's better than any movies. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I don't know if this is going to be animated. No, I know. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, just a TV show. Like, I feel like they're better at TV than they are in movies. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Because, I mean, like you said, their animation is always really Hmm. good. Like, the Harley Quinn show is hella good. Young Justice, while the last season kind of got a bit... It got hella heavy, and then it got... um, it was like convoluted at some points because you were jumping between so many people's storylines. Um, it it kind of got hard to follow at times. But other than that, I love Young Justice. Young Justice was such a good True. show. Even going back to Justice League Unlimited, Teen Titans, um, even their live action shows. Like I said, Superman and Lois is hella good. Um, Titans, while it's also heavy, hella good. I like Titans. Um, Doom Patrol is good. Um, they just they have a plethora of these tv shows that they're really good with so i agree with that i think their tv shows and their animation in particular are very good um it's just a matter of getting their their feature films and their their feature film universe up to par with Mm -hmm. those once they do that i mean the sky's the limit my man because like we talking about that shit is good they make that shit is quality tv shows which is shocking but it's true they really do (laughs) like i really be locked into that shit so i don't know i feel like they're they're starting to notice and like we always said bro they have an issue with taking their time so i feel like a tv show is the best for them because they don't have to rush anything they can grow these characters and we can learn more about them that's why i thought you know, when John Cena came, I'm like, oh, whatever. We didn't really learn shit about him. And, but then you watch the show, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty chunky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Peacemaker's right, fire, like... bro. And I think, I think DC is better at being episodic yep. than uh, just like a through, like a two hour, 30 minute through line story because they, uh, they can allow either the showrunner, the producer, the director of a TV show to have their own vision. I feel like they kind of leave them alone in like their own space. They get they get a group of people because, of course, there are different directors for different episodes and stuff like that. So they get a good they get a good group of people that understand the vision of the show, and then they go off of that. Like we've been talking about Peacemaker. That's James Gunn's baby, really. And he he was allowed to do exactly what he wanted yeah. to do with that show. And even to a certain extent, the Suicide Squad movie that he did, he was allowed to just do whatever he wanted to do. And it was great. But as far as the DCEU, I feel like it kind of it kind of went off the rails because Zack Snyder had a vision for the DCEU. Right. And then one, he wasn't allowed to execute that vision for whatever reason. I mean, I'm not too big into what exactly he wanted to do with it so i'm not sure but then they started getting other directors and and things like that into the mix um as far as wonder woman aquaman stuff like that and people were just doing their own thing and while sometimes it worked out because wonder woman was a good movie um i I really don't like aquaman i don't see the hype in it or why people hype it like that (laughs) Um, but wonder woman was good the suicide squad was good 
Um, and, and they have like these sprinkles of good movies. They don't necessarily become a cohesive extended universe. And it'd be cool if they didn't want to do that. Like if they didn't want to make this universe and they just had sprinkles of crossovers here and there without making it like this big thing like the MCU is, that's cool too. But I feel like they they feel like they're in direct competition at all times. So that's what they have to do. So I don't know. For better or for worse, that's kind of what they're leaning towards. But like we've been talking about, they're they're way better at episodic stories than than full feature length films and and making sure the the film story spreads across like 15 different different no, ones. so straight up yeah so we'll see what happens with that um and speaking of peacemaker um james gunn is currently working on season two and after he's done with season two he's given another dc film as well oh, we don't know what film he's gonna do we don't know what characters he's gonna have to work with or anything like that so far but it has been confirmed that he is working on another dc film and to be honest the man hasn't missed mm-hmm. yet he hasn't missed no. yet. The the three Guardians of the Galaxies, um, I mean, with the third one on the way, he did The Suicide Squad. He did Peacemaker. He did the Scooby-Doo movies. <laughs> this, this nigga a goat. <laughs> that nigga a goat, bro. I don't care. <laughs> that nigga a fucking goat, man. <laughs> he did the Scooby-Doo movies. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> That really took me off guard. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> You're so stupid. That nigga's solid, bro. I don't care. Your love for Scooby Doo is unlike anything I've seen in my life. <laughs> Bruh, those movies are so good. Perfect casting. It it was Nigga, I'm finna watch that after we get off. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> oh my mama I'm finna watch that after we get off. he made the scooby-doo movies what (laughs) get it together (laughs) you're killing me man you're killing me you can't mention him without mentioning those movies bro i'm sorry yeah 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 that shit's funny but yeah he really went in over there at dc because he's getting everything bruh that nigga's going to be the president Oh, right, like he finna take that shit over, bro. Like you said, Discovery B ain't playing. They looking for whoever finna take over and just do whatever and make money. And clearly, he's he's making quality products. He knows what he's doing with his story. So we'll see what happens with them, man. But I'm I'm happy for him. Like starting out from where he did and, and coming up, especially because he's been given characters that no one cares about. Like Guardians of the Galaxy when it dropped, no one knew who they were. No one was really tripping like that. The first Guardians. And he solid. made them Yeah, he made them lovable. He made he gave them a good story. And even with the Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad, we already know how that shit went. And and, and they let him come back with also characters that no one really gave a fuck yeah. about. Captain fucking Boomerang, nigga. Polka dot man, and he and he made these characters likable and and like really loved. Like that movie was so good, bro. And he he's just great at ensemble movies and and ensemble and handling ensemble cast. So it's cool. It's cool to see what he's gonna do. But enough DC. Let's get into Marvel real quick. Some bad news. Blades on hold because 
script was trash. Mahershala Ali is frustrated with how things are going. So they need to find a new director. They need to write a new script. So it's been on hold. It's pushed back along with Deadpool 3, Fantastic Four, and Avengers Secret Wars. Um, <sighs> what you think about it, bro? What? These niggas are stupid. What you... <laughs> Niggas came to D23 with dates and pictures. Like, bitch, <laughs> y'all ain't ready for this shit. <laughs> I don't fucking get it together, bro. <laughs> shit is sick. <laughs> hey, this is crazy, bro. We going till 2030. We got it all for you. Bitch, have this shit for to be delayed. Y'all <laughs> just give us next year and call it day. Niggas, <laughs> niggas yeah, bro. <laughs> like, how do you, bro? They teased Blade at the end of Eternals, which was last year. Um, and you know they got us hyped for it. Brought Mahershala Ali out. You know, had the hat, had the Blade logo. Feel me? Everything was supposed to go smooth. It's like, all right, we gonna get Blade soon. Already gave it its rating. All that shit. Just to find out that everything that was attached to this project is reportedly just trash, bruh. Like, they're just like, we cannot move forward with this. Mahershala Ali's frustrated. They ended up giving him some creative control after all this came out, too. Um, and it's like, yeah, y'all, you know how excited we are for Blade. And I, and I know they know True. they can't fuck this up. Because without Blade, there is no MCU. Without Wesley Snipes' Blade, there is no MCU. They know they can't fuck this shit up. So on one hand, I'm I'm I won't say happy, but it's okay that they're trying to get it right. Like they're actually listening to whoever watched it, whoever read the script, whatever. They're listening to their actor, Mahershala. Like, all right, this shit is not up to par. We can't move forward with this shit until it's right. So on one hand, I'm glad. On the other hand, just like come correct the first time. You feel me? Like you know how important this shit is. You know what we're looking for. Like, come correct with it the first time. I mean, you've had a long time already. We already know Blade's been coming for a minute. So let's get this shit moving, nigga. Straight up. There's no better saying. Because, like, you know, at this point in Ali's career, you know, he's <laughs> already won two academies. He's, at this point, doing side quests. And then now he has a passion project, which is clearly mm-hmm. Blade. Because any other well-known actor would have been walked off. But clearly he feels like this is his calling. This is something he truly wants to do. This is like yeah. pretty much wrapping up like, all right, I've done all I can as an actor. I came from the bottom. This nigga literally was on Law and Order. Like, <laughs> like I've done it all. So now it's like, I'm coming to y'all <laughs> straight up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm coming to y'all straight up. Like, I want to do Blade. And they're like, well, of course. Who's going to turn down a two-time Academy Award winner? But now it's just like, Y'all don't even fuck you doing. So at least they're listening to him. Like this script is ass. <laughs> I'll do it. We'll figure it out. And he is. So I guess we just yeah. gotta wait. I guess. Which fucking sucks. Yeah. Bitches. So we'll see what's up with that. Again, it's been delayed along with Deadpool 3, Fantastic Four, and Avengers Secret War. Moving on to a little Disney Plus shows that are coming out. Ironheart, of course, is going to debut in Wakanda Forever. She will then get her own TV show. Um, And the Mephisto rumors have started back up. Sasha Baron Cohen 
has been rumored to star as Mephisto in this show. As the villain, the hood in this show is played by Anthony Ramos. They say he gets his powers from Mephisto in the show. Um, if they just going to give us Mephisto, like, can they just confirm it already? Like, I, I'm done with the rumors, bro. Like, we've been having these rumors since WandaVision. Like, it's it's whatever. <laughs> bro, it's... It's because the hype for WandaVision was so real, nigga. It was like people were so convinced, like doubling down on that shit. Like, I know Mephisto's in this shit. I know he is. <laughs> right. I'm not Mephisto pulling her strings, nigga. He in the back. You see that goat in the back of the scene? That's him. Like, they, they were going like, crazy, bro. <laughs> they were going crazy. Bro, like, and it's like, all right, all right, like let it go man if he's in the mcu when he comes to the mcu that's when he's gonna come but as far as the rumors and shit the rumor mill having actors attached to it and everything it's like again like you said it's not really exciting anymore so like it'll be cool once he does come but just let that shit happen organically like don't like let's not start the the hype in the rumor mill again Especially not for this show. Ironheart, Ironheart finna be fire, nigga. Literally. I don't care what no one says. That shit's gonna be chunky. And I don't need people every fucking week after every episode. Like, this is the episode Mephisto's coming. It's like, y'all are finna like, ruin this shit. Because the same shit that happened with WandaVision, when we got the finale and everyone was disappointed, that's the same shit that could happen to Ironheart. Say Mephisto don't show up, but they've been hyping it every week. And then we get the finale, which is actually a pretty good finale, but everyone was yeah. expecting Mephisto. They're just going to dog the show. And it's we crazy. don't need that. It's like these TV shows that just made Marvel super fucking toxic. Like these people are fucking crazy. Even with the Daredevil shit. Like another episode, no Daredevil. It's like, if you're watching this just to see Bruh. Daredevil, bro, you could wait. <laughs> you could just wait. <laughs> Bruh. Like, like we was talking about last week. Like, if you want to watch Daredevil, there's other content. They have a whole show. It's on Disney Plus now. Now you don't even have to have another service, nigga. Daredevil Shit. is there. The Defenders is there. Like, go over there. But as far as critiquing the show, and your only critique is that Daredevil was only in like an episode and a Literally. half, you just a hater, nigga. Like, like if you don't like the show, it's one thing, and you have valid critiques. You think it's boring. You think the writing was off. You don't think it's funny. Um, you don't like some of the characterizations. Whatever. That's okay. Like, have discussions around that. But if every single week, like you say, you're just like, well, no Daredevil. This shit's ass. The MCU's in shambles. Come like, on, bro. Literally, literally <laughs> like, every show that they said was a rumor or a cameo was coming. And if it didn't come, they literally shit on the show. Like, everyone likes Loki because there was no, like, rumor mail. It was like, oh, Kong is coming. We know it. That's it. That's why everyone loves it. But every other show outside of that, everyone has shit on it because they didn't get what they wanted. Like, Wanda was a decent show. Everyone's like, oh, this shit comes through with trash. You're a liar, because you watch The Office over and over again. You can't, can't, you can't tell me you don't. Like, you can't lie <laughs> that you watch Park and Rec. Like, you're all liars. <laughs> and that's how they all have been acting. Yeah. Like, yeah. if the racism shit, they didn't talk about that in Falcon and Winter Soldier, everyone would have loved that show. But because it got like that, everyone's like, oh, that's too trash. You're a liar. You're a liar. They made it about race, and you're mad about it. <laughs> you're mad chris evans isn't in here <laughs> that's what i'm saying like I'm saying, like if you have valid critiques i ain't mad at like we can agree to disagree 
it's whatever. If you didn't like a show for a certain reason, I liked it. It's cool. Like, it's whatever. But if you just have, like, one arbitrary critique that just turns you off of the whole shit, that's really not even that big of a deal. Like, people are like, ah, it's getting too political for me. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk about the racism that's inherent in a black man being Captain America. Like, there's no way you can have Sam be Captain America without talking about it. Because first, before he's Falcon, before he's that Captain part. America, that nigga's a black man, bro. Like, that's literally part of who he is. And that has to be talked about. It it just has to be, bro. So if you're if you're watching these shows and, and your only critique is that it's too woke, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a reflection of real life. Like, walk outside your door, my nigga. This is happening every single day. So if you ain't if you don't have any valid critiques or nothing about the show, right. we don't need to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? You can stay over there. You don't like it, don't watch it. It's fine. I'll be over here enjoying this shit. And that's okay too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not I'm not gonna spend right. hella time trying to convince people to like the shit I like or don't like the shit I don't like. I'ma just have my thoughts about it. We can have a good discussion about it, or sure we can enough. disagree to disagree and We're just move our separate people. ways. It is I what it is. Like it. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens with Ironheart and and those rumors and shit. Um, some casting news in the MCU. Harrison Ford has officially been cast as General Ross after William Hurt's unfortunate death earlier this year. He is confirmed to be in Captain America 4 and the Thunderbolts. I mean, we might get Red Hulk out of him too. So what you think about it? No, I mean, you know, obviously R.I.P., but they did have to recast this, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's just, you just have to. So, I mean, if anyone, if if anything, this is a good pickup because, you know, it's fucking Harrison Ford. Like, can't be mad about that. So, so yeah. No, I, I'm cool with it. It's sad. Like, don't get me wrong. It was unexpected for him to pass away like that. But, you know, not much you can do. Yeah. It was good to see. Yeah, he was Hopefully 71. So, it was good. Right. He, he had a, a pretty good... Yeah length of life and i mean he had a good life too i'm just kind of reading his his bio and stuff after like when they announced it it's like right that's cool man that's cool and he wasn't really i feel like i don't want to say they knew it was coming because i really don't know him i don't know the personal life i don't know the studio whatever i'm not gonna say that but he was showing up less and less i think the last thing he was in was black widow like in the beginning before um when he was looking for for natasha after everything that happened in civil war um and then we i don't think i don't think we saw him since um so again r.i.p to him hopefully his family's doing well and and everything um and hopefully harrison ford has a good time with this because we know how he really doesn't like star wars (laughs) um so (laughs) we'll see what happens with that but Let's let's just get into the review section. A lot of good stuff has dropped over the past week. A lot of stuff that we've watched. So, boom, let's get into it. Black Adam just came out this past weekend. We both saw it. Um, I'm going to just say it was, it was just like the most okay superhero movie I've ever seen. Like, if that makes sense. Because, I mean, on one hand, the things they had Black Adam doing and the things they had the JSA doing as far as action, as far as fighting and stuff like that, super dope. 
super dope like some of the stuff like when um and we gonna get into spoilers i don't really care like at the end when he split old boy in half by his horns i was like oh shit that shit (laughs) that shit was dope like that shit was cool and just as far as his lightning powers his super speed and everything was so cool but as far as really everything else like they took the rock's charisma away i feel like he was the most boring character in his own movie I would have rather spent more time with Dr. Fate, more time with Hawkman, um, and learning about their characters. Because every time he was on screen, like, there's one thing to be stoic and to exude power and stuff like that and kind of be that guy. Like, because a, a little bit of the movie is almost a fish out of water concept where he's just stuck in this world 5,000 years later where he has no idea what technology is, what's going on and stuff like that. Um, and, and have him kind of play off that a little bit. But at the same time, it it came across boring, like it came across uninteresting, and yeah. the the writing was super cheesy. And I, I don't mind a little camp. I don't mind a little cheese every now and then. You feel me? But I think it kind of falls flat for me when the movie doesn't recognize it's being cheesy or campy. Like I feel like it wasn't self aware of itself. Like it it actually took itself seriously in some points where it was being cheesy like even um the little boy most annoying character in the whole movie every time he was on screen nigga just annoyed me um like when (laughs) their town or their city kandak got essentially bombed and people are just picking themselves up off the floor he goes to the top of the square he's like what are you guys standing around for let's protect our city (laughs) it's like (laughs) My nigga, my house just got bombed while I was standing in front of it. What do you mean? <laughs> what, do you, what are you Can talking? Leave that boy alone. No, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, oh, hell nah, bro. And then he put up the the Jay-Z rock diamond. It's <laughs> like, let's get it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> But like, it's like stuff like that. That was like, all right. And the beating over the head with... That's not what heroes do, Black Adam. That's not what he, you you can't do. That you're a hero. You're supposed to be a hero. And then the Rock just looking like, I'm not a hero. Like, <laughs> 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 all right, bro, we get it. We get it. You're the anti-hero. Like, okay, we understand you're gonna kill niggas. It, it is what it is. But yeah, just the the story was pretty lackluster to me. So all in all, I say. Pretty good action aside from the overuse of slow-mo and ramp-ups. Sometimes they just abuse that shit. Hmm. Um, but as far as what they were actually doing in the action scenes, pretty good action scenes. Um, fun, but ultimately it was it was like, eh, like this doesn't change the the scale of the DCEU or change the landscape of the DCEU for me at all. But what you think, fam? No, yeah, no. Um yeah, because I'm not gonna say it was ass, because there were, like you said, the action is the action is good. I mean, they do do slow mo like mm. to the T. And if anyone knows me, I fucking I think slow mo cheapest shit ever to put in a film. Like it just doesn't fit. It makes no sense. It makes the scene way longer than it has to be. Because I literally had to look. I'm like, there's no way they put all this slow mo in, assuming that it's gonna shorten the time because this is long as fuck <laughs> for no reason. That bitch was two hours. That bitch could have been an hour and 30 mm-hmm. without all that slow moaning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the problem, like you said, you know, with The Rock is like, we know The Rock, Dwayne. Like, he's, he's 
he's bubbly, he's outgoing, he's the funny guy. But they didn't give us that. And I know everyone's saying, like, oh, he's been gone for 5,000 years, this is not a fail. And I said, well, even then, it's like, they should have made that more noticeable, because it just wasn't. Like, we didn't get the story right off the back that, you know, his son was the hero, not him, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you would have gave me that right away, then I would understand more. But we were too far in, and now we're talking about his past. And it's like, bitch, you could have gave me that 20 minutes ago. (laughs) And I'd have been like, oh, okay, that's why he is the way he is. And it's just little things like that where there's, like you said, the writing is just, it's just we went forward fast, and then we had a backtrack, and then we jumped right back into the fighting of all the other shit. Like him and Hawk just fighting in the room. For no reason. <laughs> None. And Doc's just like, here we go. I'm like, I don't understand why we're going. This is stupid. <laughs> and you're like, in the room. How are you the two strongest people here? And you barely even destroying this room. And it's in slow-mo. Like, for what? And I don't know. It's just little pieces just, just didn't fit with what they were trying to do. And it made The Rock look so bland and boring. And then you have, what's Adam? Like, he barely even did anything. <laughs> oh, Adam Smasher? Yeah. Like, yeah. He was just there. Like, comic relief. He was just the comic relief character. Yeah, and he wasn't even funny. <laughs> so you just got this giant dude just running around, catching buildings and stopping cars. And then the wind girl, I feel like they could have used her so much better. But instead, they just put her in hella slow-mo <laughs> and made her colorful. <laughs> <laughs> But she looked like the colors of the wind segment from Pocahontas. Yeah. yeah. Like with the colors like, and stuff whenever she was twirling and they put it in slow-mo. It's like, like you said, Cyclone could have been dope, nigga. Bruh. She could have been dope. Like, but there's yeah. so much potential. Like, and they didn't utilize what I thought they would. Instead, we just got Dr. Fate having dream, dream, dream. And then <laughs> and then we got Hawkeye. Me and you. Like, like black people just say that all the time. And then you got your Sam who has no emotion. And then you got the mom and the son who just go on political rants every five minutes. <laughs> That's Bruh, the whole and movie. The, and the thing is, I, I'm not even mad at the political rants because so, they were making good points. Like, no, like valid, even when very valid. Um, like the JC, uh, JSA got there and she was like, uh, he's been trying right. to save us and you haven't been here since we got occupied. Like, we're like occupied by a fucking terrorist group, nigga, and none of you have been here. Like, fuck y'all. Like, it was good. Like, those monologues or whatever, or those pieces of mm-hmm. conversation were good, but sometimes they were just written, again, in a cheesy way. Like, they were yeah. written in almost a way that, like, no one would ever say in everyday conversation, or just in conversation in general. Conversation with people you haven't met, conversation, um, like, with your son. And, and stuff like that and she was moving a little bit too freely for me to be a, like a political right. leader in her city right. and the terrorist organization to have her base on their comms like detain this woman if you see her He's she was out sad. so much bruh the like whole movie. the whole she was she was just everywhere and her son was just moving like <laughs> again a most annoying character ever because this nigga was this nigga's like 10 years old he's like mom i want to help get the fuck out of here nigga every time you're here shit goes wrong you never help you're like 10 years old what the fuck are you gonna do here like, <laughs> he was fine you're being so dramatic no, 
No, he was so annoying. I'm sorry. Like, this nigga was annoying as hell. But again, she was more like, if you're that type of leader, you feel like you know your status. No, you're almost like a that. leader of your whole people. Condonk, they know who you are. They know like you're fighting for freedom. They like you are this person for real. You feel me? You know the the terrorist organization is looking for the crown and you're also looking for the crown, then you get the crown, and you're just moving around the city like you're not a, one of the most wanted individuals <laughs> in this whole place, bro. Like, it was just weird how they had her doing that, but... No, because yeah. even the way they presented it, like, when it opened up, she was literally hiding, like, hiding. And then after that, that one scene, <laughs> like you said, she was just out and open, kicking it. <laughs> like, like, come get me. <laughs> Come like, Brett even saying, get your head out of the window. Like, <laughs> you're going to die. And I was like, oh, this bitch about to get clapped. And then she didn't die. Like, she just did it. Yeah. But no, I agree. And like I said, and that's the thing. That's the little things, bro. That if you're a real film head, you're going to notice these things. And it's like, it's just not working. So, yeah. It's like the most okay, like, off-balance movie ever. Yeah. But, like, I was fine. Like, I was like, okay whatever like i'm not like oh this movie's dog shit because it wasn't yeah, it, it wasn't. was just like whatever yeah it was just like oh that was a movie yeah. you know yeah <laughs> like <Some> background noise <laughs> and like even like i think like people who know the comic origins of black adam like they knew he wasn't the hero or whatever because like i knew right. he wasn't the hero um when they showed the whole the whole thing in the beginning or whatever, like the flashback. Um, and you could tell, like, if you were just paying attention, like when the boy um was about to steal the the little piece of the mineral or whatever, and his dad saved him, like you could tell his yeah, dad was the it. rock. Um yeah. and you know that his son essentially says a prayer to save his dad, essentially. Um, and you knew that that was gonna happen. And when you know that. And you kind of know how like Black Adam is in the comics and stuff. You kind of give the movie a little bit more leeway too, because I mean Black Adam right. isn't like personable in the comics or nothing. Like he's not like cracking jokes and shit. Like he's really <laughs> he really is just like a leader of conduct. And he's like he's like I got the power, nigga. Like no one's gonna come in here and act like I ain't here. Like y'all got to see me first before y'all do anything in my country or my city, or whatever. And like I feel like there's a way to do that. And again, like both, like we're both saying, it, it just came across as bland, like boring instead of powerful, you know? Right. So again, like we're both saying, it's a, it's an okay film. Like if you're just going there to have fun, watch some action scenes, whatever, it's cool. Like that's what you're going to get, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's cool, but it, it's nothing like, oh my gosh, this changes the face of the MC or the DCEU. Like it's not like that for me, but. True. Yeah, so Black Adams in theaters now. Let's move on to something that's actually on streaming on Netflix, Intergalactic. This movie is so beautiful. It is animated like into the Spider-Verse, um, kind of the same animation style. It's a little bit choppier. Um, yeah. Sometimes it looks like it's lagging a little bit because sometimes I was yeah. like, is, my, is that my internet? Like, am I tripping? No, truly. But sometimes it, it feels like it's lagging, but it's still so beautiful. It's Kid Cudi's movie um and it's accompanied with the album he just released it has him timothy chalamet ty dollar sign 
um, Vanessa Hudgens, Jaden Smith, Macaulay Calkin. They have so many names in this movie, but essentially it is a black animated rom-com and it was a, just a good time. Like I, when it went off, I was like, wow, I enjoyed my, like, I'm going to watch this again. <laughs> Bruh, like just talking about it, I'm like, I'm about to turn that bitch on. <laughs> like, that was such a good time. Like it has the, uh, it has the good love story. You're rooting for the couple the whole time. The friends, the surrounding people, the friend group were so funny. They were honest about it. It was like a real life situation. It wasn't something so outlandish. You're like, eh, this shit would never happen, bro. Like it wasn't nothing like that. It was so real, but animated. And and again, we don't get black rom-coms often. So to have one like this and to have his album and the music um accompany it so well it this shit is a 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 nigga i don't see nothing wrong with this you know movie. What? i ain't gonna i ain't gonna fight you the only thing i'll say i'll say that it probably could have ended just a little sooner that's the only thing i could say like i feel like it was it was a bit of a stretch but yeah even then it still made up for it you know what i mean so yeah yeah I agree, right, but he just had yeah. it that long just so his whole album so, yeah. could play nah, through the movie. Yeah, I, I agree. So, I, I feel I'll you, though. Because it really did. Because, <clears throat> obviously, in my state of mind. But, <laughs> overall, <Yeah>. if you <laughs> could make me... Right! If you can make me feel I'm like, like that jug, like in an animation, and that's why we love Spider-Verse, because that shit actually made us emotional. Like, we felt for these animated characters. Like, that shit really hurt. Like when you remember, because at the end, he's like, I don't know if I can go back. Mm-hmm. What if I screw it up? And I was in Spider-Man. I was like, oh, shit, that's some real deep shit right there, for real. And that's how it was here. It was just like, <laughs> you seen how upset she got. And he really just felt so bad that that happened. And he just really wanted her back. And yeah, I was really in here like, fuck, I like this movie. <laughs> I was like, God damn, why am I really vibing the Kid Cudi music right now, too? Like, I had a couple tracks off the hill. Because it's really a vibe. Like, it's just smooth all the way through. And I don't know yeah. the girl. I don't know her name. But I swear, anytime she's like a couple with someone, like, you automatically feel the chemistry. Like, she vibes with anybody she's on. Which girl are you with. talking about? And are you talking about the one he ended up with or his ex? Yeah, not nah, the one he ended up with. Jessica Williams? Yeah. Was she in Love Life? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was in Love Life and she was in um Fantastic Beats. Yes. And yes. Booksmart. Yes. But every time she's she just has this like aura, bruh. And that's what I think I felt when I was watching the movie. Like she's just uh, I low key felt like Kit Cuddy. <laughs> Like, this nigga said, I'm in love. Nigga. I'm like, God Because that's the thing. In the movie, everyone looks like their real life self. Yeah. Like, yeah. everyone looks like their real life self except for Timothee Chalamet. He's the only one that looked different because he had a shaved head. But right. literally everyone else, it's like they did mocap. I don't, I'm not sure if they did, but if they didn't, kudos to the animators, bro. Because they animated them looking exactly, even his ex, Laura... Uh, I, her first name was Laura. I don't remember her full name, but she's the one that was in Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. Um, Liz. She was Liz yeah. in Spider-Man Homecoming. So like, she looked just like herself. Kid Cudi looked just like himself. Ty Dolla Sign, like everybody. And that's why I think it felt so real and so lived in. 
because you could like you know you've seen these people in real life so it wasn't even something where it's like again this is so unrealistic this would never happen even the main drama like the main conflict in the film it was just off a misunderstanding but it was a misunderstanding that could happen in real life real life yeah so it man this movie Like, it just makes you smile, bro. Yeah. Especially you, because you really ain't into the whole romance type shit. I'm so not. If, if this got you feeling this way, then yeah, this movie definitely a tape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, it's called Intergalactic. It's been on Netflix for a few weeks now. Um, go watch that shit, man. If, if Especially if you just need to unwind a little bit, you need to you need to chill out. This, this is the movie. This is it. This straight vibes. Yeah. All yes. the way through. So go watch that. Another... Um, actually anime on Netflix, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. This show has been out for a few weeks as well. It's based in the same universe as the video game Cyberpunk 2077. Um, and the, this show is so fast paced. The action is hidden. Um, I finished it. It's only about, I think it's about nine to 10 episodes. I'm not sure which one. I think it's 10. Um, yeah, but essentially it, it revolves around a main character who grows up poor in this futuristic society where everyone that's rich has cybernetic enhancements um, that just make life easier. And he doesn't have that luxury. And ultimately, his mother dies in a drive-by accident. The, the world is also overrun by gangs, these edge runners, these cyberpunk edge runners. And he, he has to... He has to make a change. He has to he has to make things shake. Has to do things for himself. So he has this illegal implant. Gets it implanted into him. Originally, this implant is supposed to kill anyone that has it because it's that powerful. But his body shows an affinity for having cybernetic enhancements, and it just follows his journey through through the underbelly of this city, trying to make things shake, trying to make things happen for himself, make sure he's taken care of, and and ultimately find his own way. It has a love story in here. Um, again, his mother died, so it has the heart, it has the action. It's not an anime for kids. It has the cussing, it has the blood, everything. So if you have kids, this is not something to watch with them if you don't let them see those type of things. Um, but yeah, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, I, I definitely recommend it. I know you watched a couple episodes, fam. What you think? No, I thought it was chunky. I really did. It was really good. Off those two episodes, they were good. And they're short. You know, I need my mm-hmm. shit to be quick. So we, you really do just jump right in automatically, right off the jump. You're already hooked in because it's right off like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Damn. It's like your mom just got clapped. What you started, bro? What happened? <laughs> like, I had to rewind that. I'm like, wait, <laughs> how did we get to this point? And that's why I text you. I'm like, wait, are all these niggas cybers? And you're like, nah, nah. It's only some of them. And that makes sense because he got his ass kicked. So no, I already like it. And the style of it is, it looks pretty dope. Like, it just looks like a fucking video game, which yeah. there is a video game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's based in the yeah. same world as the, the Cyberpunk 2077 game, and Keanu Reeves was, like, like yeah. the main the main character main dude, in it or, yeah. or something like that. So, yeah. yeah. But no, this is good. You know I don't do the anime shit like that either. So, yeah. it really got to lock me in. And I was really yeah. in this bitch. Yeah, this shit I'm, tough. I'm finished that. So again, on Netflix, Cyberpunk Edge Runners has been out. I think for like a month or, or a couple months at this point. Um, yeah. Actually, it's been you out told for me a while. I feel like you told me. Yeah, a while it's it's too. actually been out for a while. Because tri- I just started watching it not too long ago. That's why. Um, but yeah, so I finished it. I recommend it. 
So go ahead, watch that on Netflix. But jumping over to Disney Plus real quick, we know spooky season is coming up. I mean, we already in spooky season. Halloween is coming up. Hocus Pocus 2 dropped. It's not really my thing. I don't really like the first one. It always gave me like a little anxiety as a kid. <laughs> so I, ne- <laughs> I never really got into it. But I know you into it, fam. I know you watch Hocus Pocus 2. Tell the people about it. What's up? No, I mean, I think it's getting to the point, even for me, because I always try to give, you know, these reboots, these prequels, whatever, like benefit of doubt. And I hate to be like that old head. It's like, you can't. You can't beat the originals. But in this case, like, it's true, though. Like, you can't. <laughs> like, I'm not going to knock it. Like, <laughs> like, God, I don't know, bruh. There was just something off about it to me. Like, it just seemed, it seemed Disney. And I think that's the problem. Like, it seemed like it could be, like, a Disney, like, <laughs> TV show type shit. Like, they immediately jump in, right? And obviously, it's just straight girl drama. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> like, I don't care. Fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> and, like, it's kind of similar in the sense because with him in the first one, moves to a new town, it's weird. But in this case, they all been here. Like, they're all friends. They had disagreements because one girl had got a popular boyfriend and she left the group or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this. So, like, this. teenage girl drama <laughs> yeah, type just, of stuff? Like and, high you know, and you know me. I don't care. I watch it like that. Yeah. But in this case, that's not that's not the vibe I want off of Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. And that's immediately what happens. And then, like, the big thing about Hocus Pocus 1 is the songs. But in this case, they jump right in when these songs are ass. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> they were good. Like, <laughs> they're not good. And, and it's just... I think the problem is like the vibe that I was getting because, like you said, the first one is weird. Like it's 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 edgy. Like you just feel uncomfortable with it because it's mm-hmm. it's weird. Like these witches are pretty much still in your soul. But I didn't get that from this one. It was kind of just like corny and Disney fied, and and this girl has the powers, which you could see clear as day from the beginning. Like they pretty much introduce a new witch, and like that's cool, I guess. <laughs> But nothing really like happened. <laughs> like, if anything, all I kept doing was checking how much time I had left. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Come on now. Like, it's got a 60. I'll probably give it like 55, 50-ish around there. Okay. Um, I still enjoyed like the style of it. I liked seeing them all back together again. I think there could have been, there just could have been better to me, like a lot better. And I think I just got into my head like this shit was going to be incredible. Like, yeah. my expectation just was too high. Um, but, I mean, you can watch it if you're into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, nostalgia basically saved the yeah, shit for you is what I'm Pretty I much. Like, because I remember Under Wraps, you know, that first yeah. one. It's fucking mm-hmm. beautiful. And they made number two. And it's kind of like the same thing. It's like the mm-hmm. same disney-fied style like it just doesn't fit with what it originally was like those were actually scary to us when we were kids it was like goosebumps mm-hmm. basically and that's not the case for these like how do you have a rated tvma type version but you're still not giving that type of content for us like the only people watching this are adults because we watched the first hocus pocus so i don't want to watch childish shit <laughs> <laughs> when I'm watching Hocus Pocus. So that's all it was. 
It was just Disney-fied, unfortunately. Okay, okay. Well, you heard him. I'm not going to watch it, but y'all can watch it. But again, coming up on Halloween, Marvel had a special presentation called Werewolf by Night. It's already been released for a couple weeks now. Um, but if you're saving it for Halloween, this is another definitely recommend. This is one of the best things Marvel has put out this year. And dare I say, really ever on Disney Plus for real. Oh, God. <laughs> like, as far as TV shows go, um, this is up there. I mean, it's not a TV show. It's a, it's a special. So mm-hmm. it's part of this new thing that Marvel, I think, tried out with this. And I hopefully would like to think it, it would continue. Um, they just call it Marvel Special Presentations. This one was about 50 minutes long. Um, but it follows Jack Russell, Werewolf by Night. If you're familiar with him, he's in comic with Moon Knight. Um, he's essentially a werewolf. Um, but in this iteration, he's still a werewolf, but he has the reputation of a monster hunter before the monster hunters realize he's a monster himself. So um, it, it was so good. It's shot completely in black and white up until the last minute or so. Um, it pays homage to the old monster movies, the old Frankensteins, uh, Invisible Man, Werewolf, all those type of movies. Um without being super campy without being super cheesy it was all in like the shots um like there's a there's one shot where he actually turns into a werewolf and it shows the woman they they lock him in a cage with the woman to kill her essentially and they induce an episode where he turns into a werewolf and they only show her reaction she's acting her ass off she's screaming and everything and all you see are the shadows in back of her showing a man turn into a werewolf and actually learn this they had four different people in different stages of his transformation and each person would switch out when the light flickered so it was all practical man thing is also in this he was all practical so everything feels real everything feels lived in um it was so good man the writing was on point the dialogue was good like i said as far as disney plus um content whether it be their tv shows their shorts whatever as far as marvel goes this shit is top tier nigga if you waiting for halloween don't wait no more nigga watch that (laughs) shit now (laughs) watch that shit now (laughs) i'm dead (laughs) did you watch it fam no i did i i I had to because you know you know i'm you know i'm scared cat so yeah. I wasn't going to watch it, <laughs> but <laughs> everyone was texting me like, you need to watch this shit. So no, I watched it and it was, it was like the old days, the Frankenstein, the werewolf, like it was black and white and I love black and white and I just loved, like, I wasn't scared. Like I thought I was going to be fucking terrified, but no, I wasn't. It was just generally just good. It was just really good. And I was really surprised too, to be honest. Like, yeah, very surprised. because they didn't even, um, I don't want to say dumb it down, but make it more tame as far as their blood goes. Because there's this one scene in there. I'm not going to spoil it for y'all. But the werewolf, he's going crazy. And <laughs> they they show some blood and shit. I mean, it's black and white, so it feels a little tamer. Like, it's not just yeah. like red everywhere and shit right. like that. But he, he was going crazy for real. Like, this shit, they didn't shy away from it. And they shot it in a tasteful way where... Like for scaredy cats, like McFly, he could watch it and he was okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it wasn't something like you're like, oh my gosh, like I gotta turn this shit off or anything like that. Like it was, 
don't know. It felt like an like an artsy mm-hmm. MCU type of entry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it felt it was good to get a standalone type of thing where it doesn't have to fit into the larger narrative. You know, there are people outside of our Avengers, outside of the of the main plot of the main storyline that have lives and are dealing with their own stuff too. And I feel like they showed someone like that in Jack Russell and Elsa Bloodstone and man thing. And they're like, Hey, these people exist in this universe too. They're not dealing with all that other shit, but they are dealing with some shit on their own too. So it was good to get that. Hopefully I I want them to keep these type of heroes and stuff separate. So like, I want them to keep like, um, like Werewolf by Night, Blade, Black Knight, Ghost Rider, have them have them a little separate. Have them fighting all the supernatural shit. Like, of course, have have a little sprinkle of an Avenger here and there. You know what I'm saying? Have your little crossovers. But if they keep them separate and, and even give them their own like little universe, you know what I'm saying? Where most of their adventures happen, I'd love that. I'd love that for the MCU. It'll give us a little different flavors too. You know what I'm saying? It'd be cool. No, and it's true. I feel like, because like we just talked about with DC, you know, they're giving little characters a shot for like certain shit. Why can't Marvel? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They introduced all those random ass characters and She-Hulk, you know, give people some other shit. You're going on a darker route anyway. You might as well. Doesn't Mm -hmm. hurt, nigga. So, I'd be down. Yeah, Especially that'd be so my scary ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so again, watch Werewolf by Night, whether you're waiting for Halloween to watch it, or whatever the case may be, maybe you're bored one night. Go ahead, turn that shit on. It's solid. But True. getting into a little bit of fantasy here, Rings of Power just wrapped up. I know you haven't watched it yet, fam. Sorry, but I'm broke. I can't I loved <laughs> <laughs> I loved Rings of Power. Um, the finale was so good. I'm not going to spoil nothing for none of y'all in case y'all are going to watch it. Each episode definitely looked like a movie. You could tell the money that went into it. Of course, they take some liberties with Tolkien's writing. And I know a lot of hardcore people in Lord of the Rings lore, they they didn't like some of the stuff that happened. I'm not that hardcore into it. I've read the books and everything, and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Sometimes it gets a little slow. But the payoff is tremendous. It's amazing. So if you have Amazon, if you have some time, again, every episode is about an hour. So it is going to take some time to get through it. But go ahead. Watch that shit, man. And then I also watched Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. This is another DC animated movie like we talked about. And DC animation usually is is always pretty good. Um, And I thoroughly enjoyed this movie as well. of course, it's the Battle of the Super Sons, so it has Superman and his son, Jonathan Cannon, has Bruce Wayne and his son, Damian Wayne, and both of them have to come together once their parents are mind-controlled, and so is the Justice League, so they got to get together, save the world. It's animated in a way that the Dragon Prince on Netflix is animated. If y'all have ever watched that, it's, it's kind of like an off-kilter animation style that if you're not used to it, it may take some time to get used to it, but I think it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, go ahead and watch that. I don't think it's on HBO Max at this point, but it, it'll eventually be on there because they just got all the DC shit on there. So I recommend it. I think it was pretty good. So go ahead. It's DC animation. They They don't miss too often with their animated movies so definitely recommend it 
but let's get it. Let's get into some of the stuff that's that's about to come out. We have Titans season four, November third. They're introducing Lex Luthor and Brother Blood in this season. Um, honestly, I haven't even finished season three yet. It, it got really heavy and and Super. started to feel really long for me. So I was like, I gotta take a break. Sometimes you gotta take care of your mental. You feel me? And, and I had to take a break from that. But like I said, I like Titans. I enjoy Titans. So I probably will yeah. catch up just in time to to kind of get into season four. But are you gonna do the same, fam? I mean, maybe. I really wasn't a fan of the way they um, did Red Hood. So I don't know. I don't. Yeah. It was. I see that. It was. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know why I was so connected to it, but it just really bothered me the way they were treating them. And I guess, but like I said, it's, it's live action. So it's going to be different than the animation style. So I might honestly, because I feel like we always end up starting it back up at the same time. And then we we're do. hella into we do. it. Yeah. <laughs> we always text it while we're watching it. Yeah. Like, oh, you so. started it again? Yeah, bro. Yeah. This shit is crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But like I said, Season four comes out November 3rd. Um, Matilda, the musical. I grew up loving Matilda. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I love Matilda. They got, Lash- they got Lashana Lynch in this movie as Miss Honey, too. Um, she, was in, she was just in The Woman King. She has such a good range. And I like musicals, man. So this coming out on Netflix, November 9th. So if you're into Matilda, if you're into musicals, um, yeah, go ahead, check that shit out. Because I definitely will be watching um another thing on netflix that's coming out is wendell and wild this is the new stop motion animated movie coming from the director of nightmare before christmas and key and peel um this movie looks really good it's about two demons trying to get back to the human world through this little black emo alt girl um and it i'm a fan of stop motion man especially when it comes to horror whether it be monster house nightmare before christmas um frank and weenie like paranorman <laughs> but Coraline, all those movies hit I they, say like that <laughs> say frank what? and weenie <laughs> nigga how else do you say that that's a weird ass name <laughs> like you can't make that shit sound dope nigga like it's a cool movie but you can't just walk up to a nigga and be like hey you seen that frank and weenie <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say to me <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? It's oh, so, shit. but yeah, Wendell and Wild that comes out on the twenty eighth. It comes out this Friday on Netflix. You can watch it there. I think it got a limited theater release too. So if you wanted to see if it's in your local theater to see it on the big screen, you can go ahead and do that as well. I know you a scared ass nigga, but are you gonna watch it? Yeah, I'll probably watch it. You know, if you don't watch it, you scared. I'm <laughs> Hey, at least I'm honest. <laughs> but we already know what it is. Wakanda Forever. Going to see that shit on the Thursday, November 10th. It'll be everywhere mm-hmm. on Friday, November 11th. But I'm saying, if you ain't seeing it on Thursday, what you doing, nigga? <laughs> we outside, bro. <laughs> right. We outside, nigga, on me. All white. You know what it is. But yeah, Wakanda Forever. Definitely excited about it. It's going to be. The movie event of the year for sure. Again, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. But we we going to show up and show out for it. Um, a couple things that are already out, still going, being released week by week. My Hero Academia Season 6. I think about three episodes have been released already week to week. 
Um, it, it's fire. I'm not gonna lie. This this season's fire. Um, and then Chainsaw Man, the anime just started as well. Episodes dropping week to week, and an Amazon Prime show called The Peripheral, science fiction show. I think you'd like it, fam. It's so good because it almost feels like Ready Player One. Um, Ooh. as far as like them going into a virtual world and shit like that. Um, then, yeah, but you know. You know, we got websites. Shit, you, know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me get your login, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll, you know what I'm saying? We'll figure something out. Be cool. The feds watching. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's all we got this week, man. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot to cover. We got through it all. And you have been rocking with J Rock. Big flash, man. Yeah. <laughs>